Hello, Sean. Hello, everyone. Hello, Chris. And welcome to this podcast does not have a name. November 3rd, 2021, episode number seven, I believe. How's it going, Chris? Uh, doing all right. And yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So, yeah, what have you been up to? Um, I know you've told me you had this week off, and I've seen you on Twitch an awful lot playing, uh, uh, damn, uh, Made in the Blackwater. What's it called? Fatal Frame. That's it. Fatal yes. Frame. Fatal Frame, I think five. Yeah, I've had the whole week off. Felt like I didn't get much accomplished. <laughs> but that's kind of goes with, uh, Working nights and only having a few hours of daylight to do anything. <laughs> so, just a lot of freak time at nights, just trying to get uh, some games done and maybe some editing and whatever else hobbies I wanted to get done. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll I'll just jump in. I was playing Fiddle Fright. I got the first, I guess, 14 chapters done, plus the prologue and epilogue done and i think i have i think four more chapters to do which is i'm not sure whose story it would be it was a name i didn't recognize in the in from the games so i have no idea if it's a prequel to all of the stuff that was going on or what but i'm almost done maybe one more night we'll see how long it takes the last chapter of the epilogue i did uh basically was it was about two hours and 10 minutes i think to get through that one chapter it's one of the longest chapters i've done wow but it tried to end everyone's storylines and i think there's two endings maybe more because it gave me a choice at the end and i chose one so i'd have to replay it again to get the other one or replay that chapter probably is what i'll probably just have to do <laughs> yeah i mean i was going to ask about that like since the game has like chapter select you could just like hopefully just do the choice again yeah you should you should be able to because it's got replayability you go in try and get all the notes all the ghost sightings uh try to get your was it s plus ranking from i guess how many items you collect how many points you score in battles or battles, being a quote there where you're taking photos of ghosts. And yeah, it's got, it does also have like a, another replayability option. After beating the game, I unlocked a nightmare mode. I don't know what that entails, but it's probably just a lot tougher because <laughs> the oh, you, base game wasn't that tough. <laughs> you beat the game. I didn't realize you beat the game. Well, technically, the main story of the game i'm done i just have like four more chapters for an extra story bit i don't know if it was in there before or if it was maybe dlc in the original i don't think it was on the wii u but it's added into this one so i'll have to go and play those but i'm almost done i don't know if i'll attempt a nightmare mode we'll see i don't know how much of a completionist i'll be on this i don't really you know do that stuff i'll play a game until I'm satisfied with what I've gotten and then I'll wander off somewhere else because I've got Dread sitting on my Switch. I still haven't played it yet. I've only loaded up to see the first cut scene because I want to see what the options were in the game and then I put it down and I haven't played because 
I wanted to play that, and then this game came out instead, so it changed my plans for the Halloween weekend. Are you playing this on PC? Uh, Fatal Frame, yes. I bought the PC version because it was cheaper. And to get a physical copy on Switch, it would have been $10 more expensive, plus shipping and handling and whatever else from, I think, probably PlayAsia is where I would have gotten it from. That's where I, <clears throat> excuse me, that's where I was going to guess. Yeah, let's think, I think that's where a lot of people probably get their own parts from. There's probably a few other sites, but that's one of the big ones, isn't it? And I was just before we started the podcast trying to get caught up on Cinemassacre's uh, Monster Madness this year. Yeah, you know what? I saw the first, well, I didn't even see the first episode. There's some sort of uh, drama involved yeah. in the first episode. And then I kind of just like lost track of it after that because they're like, episode one, we'll be back up. I'm, I'm like one of the producers that took over after, well, like, you know how like it used to be like James and Mike and that's it. Um, they, all these new people joined from a like cinema wave or some one one of the people apparently the night, the, yes I can't remember which group it was called, but yeah. one of, one of the persons did that video for the most part or at least you know wrote the script for it and there's a lot of plagiarism apparently and that apparently it was accidental. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, but... I don't know the exact details, but I thought it was like either music or some kind of plagiarism. But yeah, they. They put it up and went, oh crap, and then they took it down right away. They still started uploading the other ones because there was nothing wrong with them, but they had to take it down and re-edit it. I don't know if anything was reshot, but it's back up now. They've got all 31 episodes up on Cinemassacre right now. So I've yeah. just slowly been getting through them. I'll have to do the same myself at some point. No, they're all out. <laughs> There's already been a few recommendations of movies I want to uh, check out on there. I like watching... Uh, well, uh, other than the VGN, I think the ones I really pay attention to are the, are the Monster Madness ones. Mm -hmm. I like his views and thoughts on the different horror movies. He watches a hell of a lot more than I do. <laughs> so I don't think anyone watches more than him, to uh, be fair. <laughs> well, like other, his job. Other people we know, probably not. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. I didn't get around to playing... Any more Switch Online to try it out or getting trying up that uh, Pikmin game. So I have no thoughts on those yet. But, so, <clears throat> sorry. Oh no, I'm done. I think. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to cough there. That was like a random cough. But yeah, um, you said you're planning on doing the Switch Online thing to try it out, right? Yeah, I just didn't get a chance to. Okay. With the, me trying to get through Fatal Frame and. Uh, doing whatever else like the editing i've been trying to get back into on that so hopefully my time wasn't completely wasted but it's hard trying to stay motivated or do stuff when there's other things you want to do like i wanted to get up early earlier to go do shopping or whatever else during the day but then that would throw my whole sleep schedule off and you know just whatever <laughs> It sucks working nights. I, I will say I, I have been on your stream pretty much every day because you've been streaming like every day this week. And my and my favorite emote or channel thing is is when you do exclamation point fly. And this has Godzilla firing backwards with his breath. And it plays the DuckTales 
moon music. Dun, 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 you know that you one. Play that every time you go in or out. Yes. Just... <laughs> That's like my intro and outro on your channel. And people have that for my channel too. And for other channels, I've noticed. Like for you and for Maynard, it's it's the sound effect from Regita. I'm back, bitches. I, mean, I just like that as, as an introduction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like I like how your Godzilla DuckTales introduction. Yeah. I noticed you like that one. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Just getting... Just trying to get through the game before I have to go back to work. Which is tomorrow. So we'll see if I get through all those last chapters tonight. I hope you do. I hope so. Because I can go into a different game or something. But if not, then it'll be back to my weird ass schedule or working schedule and finding time when I could do this again, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's all I've been really been up to. Not too much, unfortunately. And what about you? I heard that there was some good news on your end with something. Oh, uh, I think we talked about it last week, your car. Oh, that's right. Well, it, it only happened. This Monday, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't anything to really say about. Yeah. So, listen, I'm not a car person. Like, I'm not like ignorant. Like, I know the basics, like the very basics. But so, long story short, it's been an ongoing issue, like for the past like three or four months. Um, it started with just me driving, and the car just shutting off, which like up by itself, and it's an automatic. It's on manual, so mm. I didn't. Have that. And this happened like two or three times. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to bring it in because this is very dangerous, right? Because all all the times I managed to turn like immediately, like with the momentum I had, I managed to like go into a plaza pretty safely with, with no traffic around me. But yeah, so I took it to my typical dealership, uh, which they're good guys and they're cheap. Um, they got like damn near five star reviews on Google reviews. So yeah, uh, they're really good and they didn't know what was wrong with it. It's to the point where they told me, yeah, we don't know what's wrong with it. You're going to have to go ahead and take it to the dealership. I've avoided the dealership my entire life. And I know you don't drive, Chris, but mm. basically they, they charge you an arm and a leg for everything at the dealership, which is fairly obvious. But I had no choice but to bring it to the specialist. So I did this like two or three times and every time they could not figure out what was wrong with it, they couldn't make it sell on their own despite keeping it like for a whole week. So this a couple of Mondays ago, um, like not 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 the Monday we just had, not the one before that, but the one before that is when I brought the car in again, and they did manage to stall it. Uh, yeah, and they kept ping ponging through issues, but they finally apparently found the the thing that was causing it to stall. And yeah, it's I had it back this week Monday, which is a couple of days ago. Yeah, today's Wednesday, so a couple of days ago, and I've been driving it finally to work and back, which is really nice because. I don't have to wake up at 530 in the morning anymore to take the bus because like literally it, it was like I had and I had to arrive early too. it's either because of the bus schedule. I arrive like half an hour early to work or I have like five minutes late. So it's, I had to arrive 30 minutes early. So like when you combine the time I have to wake up time to bus there to bus back and the time I had to arrive early and wait and do nothing. That was like a very good chunk of my day, like three and a half hours, let's say. So I'm, I'm basically regaining those three and a half hours of my day from work which is really good no, um, that's good <laughs> yeah so i'm pretty happy about that uh for games let's see um so yeah so last week i think i told you about that i told you about my uh 
clip twitch I had of me popping off, which is a very rare thing for me. For yeah, I've finally FNAF. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so since then, we successfully did the, the, the FNAF marathon. I did the whole Finance of Freddy's 3 in like a couple days. And same thing for Floor. We beat the whole thing in a couple days. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I'll start doing pretty much a scary game. We'll start with FNAF. I want to finish off the series at this point. Probably like every Friday, call it like Freaky Fridays or something. I really, really enjoy horror games. So um, did that. And then what else did I do? Um, yeah, I streamed every day last week. Either like, for example, like I count this as streaming right now, our podcast, because mm-hmm. even though it's on my channel, it's on your channel, Chris, it's still streaming technically, right? I, it's just not, I'm not hosting, you're hosting. So yeah. I still consider that I kind of like streamed in, in that regard. But yeah, so I streamed every day last week because I wanted to end off the Halloween week or month, I should say, with a banger all week long. And yeah, on uh, it, it, the combination of that was Sunday, which is Halloween. I dressed up as Chrono. It was like an eight-hour stream. We played uh, some Hollow Knight, which is like one of the perfect Halloween games. Like Resident Evil, Hollow Knight. I can't really think of the games better than that. Nightmare that Before Christmas. Is that a game? There is a game. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you just saying that? I'm pretty sure there's a game. You can just do the Halloween levels in it, Kingdom Hearts. How's that? How, that is count? it a good game? Is it a good game? I'll, I'll no, phrase it that way. Probably not. I don't know. Well, there you go. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's one on like the Super NES. It's just dog crap. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, um, it's been taken easy. Uh, haven't been streaming that much since Sunday. Um, I'll start this Friday again. I have a heart rate monitor. So it's still in the Amazon package, but I'm going to bust it out and we'll see how that works. So I'm going to start having a heartbeat on stream. Because for me, I don't know about you, Chris, but for me, even though I love horror games, horror in general has never made me scared. Like I can go to like haunted houses in real life and like people like have like tried to jump scare me and like it just doesn't work on me. Like it does not work. Like, I don't know, like, I, I do not get freaked out by, like, horror in general, if that makes sense. Like, it just doesn't have any effect on me. So I kind of have to try and live vicariously through others. And, like, that's why I enjoy sharing it. Because, like, my mod, like, watch Eris, like, when he watches me play, he gets freaked the fuck out. And I enjoy seeing his reactions. And he's not the one playing. He's told me, yeah, I have really enjoyed watching the FNAF games. Because I think the FNAF games get a bad rap. That's That's what he, that was his initial... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Initial reaction was like, oh, FNAF is just like a bunch of jump scares. But no, no it's, it's actually, it's yes, but there's more to the game than that. That's that's part of the game, but that's not the main part of the game, right? It's it's very mechanically, hmm, mechanically, I don't want to say complex, so that's not true. It's, it's just, there's a lot of mechanics going on and right. you don't always yeah. notice it in the background. You have to like be aware of what they are. You could blame YouTube for that view on those games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Markiplier's videos on, like, they're good videos, but, like, obviously, well, <laughs> he's doing it He's doing it for the views, so he's going to overreact, right? Yeah, and but... not just him, just everyone doing the same, mm-hmm. the same ones, like, you know, the whole jump scare reaction games, and that kind of puts a big stigma on them, even if they are, you know... Other than the tension before it happens, the big thing that gets you is the jump scare. At least in the first two. I think I commented saying that the third one 
didn't seem like it was heavy on the jump scares. Maybe it pulled it back a tiny bit because it didn't seem as quick or as, well, I guess quick or startling as the other ones. I don't know. So FNAF 3 is actually one of my favorites because literally there's only one animatronic, Springtrap, and he's the only one who can kill you. There are other animatronics, but you, there's you have like they get triggered by things that you do. But they're all phantom animatronics; they're all in your brain, so you do get a jump scare, but you don't die from it, and they can never kill you. And they only get like one jump scare per night. So like, if Phantom Foxy jump scares you on night five, you will never see Phantom Foxy for the rest of night five, assuming you survive the jump scare, like hmm. from Springtrap. Because once you get scared, you guys, you know, you hear him breathe very heavily, like. I don't think you could hear that, so I'll put the mic closer to my face. He was like, <sighs> you can't hear me breathing in, but yeah, essentially, um, you hear that, and like your vision goes like dark every couple seconds, so like kind of like get across the point of like your guys like you know like scared, right? Mm. And in that in that second of darkness, Springtrap can move very quickly. Like that's just the way the game's programmed, so. You want to you want to avoid jump scares, even though they can't kill you. You want to avoid jump scares in that game. Yeah, uh, Springtrap, FNAF three. It's one of my favorite games because I don't know I just find it the most fun, and it's because of the lore. Like if you actually know who Springtrap is, it makes the game that much more interesting. And you kind of re- it, it doesn't the game does not spell out for you, but like after after you do every night, there's a mini game. And all the mini games are is like you're playing the four animatronics on the first four nights. Like you're following the Phantom from the second game, or not the Phantom, the uh, the puppet, the Phantom puppet from the second game, the one in the music box, like the wind up, mm. playstate her. So you follow her around, and she's like, "Follow me," and then she kind of like tries to lead you to a room, but then your the puppet says, "Not the puppet, sorry, your animatronic says like E R R, so like er- error." And when you try to go away, purple guy would come up and like disassemble you with a smile on his face. So you do that the first four nights for the first four main animatronics, you know, Bonnie, Chica, Foxy, and Freddy. Then the fifth night, you actually um, go into the room, but like all the souls of the dead children, because the, the puppets got this mantle, they're free from the puppets and they're like, they're haunting the purple guy. And like, like he's like freaked out. Like he's going back and forth on the screen. It's like an, it's not even eight, but it's like a four-bit game, right? Mm. A, a game, and then like he goes into side, and he goes inside of one of the uh, animatronic suits, and he's laughing because he thinks he's safe. But the lore of that game is that's like a spring trap suit, so like it's designed to be it, like it's an old decommissioned suit, and it stopped being used because it was dangerous. But I'm kind of going to lore a bit, but I'm almost done. So basically, this suit was designed to be an animatronic or like a suit that a human could wear. But it was decommissioned because it was dangerous because there's spring traps. So, anyways, you see like water leaking down, and like if you listen to what the the conversations when the night starts from Phone Guy, he he mentions those suits and how they're decommissioned because, in like you know, wet conditions, they, the the springs can like malfunction, and that's what happened. Like you see him bleed out. So that was basic. So basically, he's been trapped in this hidden room for the last thirty years. So basically, it's a zombie. Hmm. The murderer is Springtrap. Like the murderer of the of the children from the first couple of games is Springtrap, and he, after thirty years, because FNAF three happens thirty years in the future, he he just tries to you know kill you, I guess. And that's why when you go on the monitors on the cameras and play Balloon Boy, when he goes, "Hello," 
or the the child laugh from Balloon mm-hmm. Boy. That's why he gets lured because he thinks it's a it's a child, and he wants that's his mo. He wants to kill children, so that's why it works on him. But basically, he's a zombie. Like I'm not even kidding. He is a zombie inside the suit. Like he died, but just like the souls of the dead children, his 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 soul kind of re-inhabited the suit, which just so happened to have his body. So he's like still in control of his body. It's kind of weird. Like he's <laughs> dead, but he's alive at the same time. Anyways, I'm done explaining. It's it's a very it's a very interesting franchise, both in terms of the mechanics of the game and the lore. And if you really deep, you can tell I'm a big fan of the, of the lore in the game. So yeah, um, FNAF three went great. FNAF four went great. I love FNAF. <laughs> Aside from that, uh, I I was playing some Chaos Rings on my phone. Finally beat that game tonight. Actually, Chaos Rings. Uh, yeah, it's a game that Square made, SquareSoft made, like a couple, uh, like ten years ago. Oh, way back then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else have I been playing? Um, yeah, some Hollow Knight. That's a, that's about it, I think. Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster comes out in like a week from today, Chris. I thought that Next already. Wednesday. I thought that had dropped already. I guess not. Nope. Next week. So I want to try and get the last achievement in four, which is grinding those stupid 0.39% rare items I'm missing. You go back to the RNG grind. And then you yes. can do your uh, Final Fantasy V, was it Fan Fiesta? Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> you could do it on Pixel Remastered version. But anyways, I think I took enough time. That's, that's what I've been up to mostly this week, just working and all the rest. Hmm. Well, with that, I guess we can jump into some news-y stuff. Sounds good. Um, do you want to open up, or should I? Uh, I guess I could bring one up. Apparently, well, I don't know why it was banned in Germany, but apparently GoldenEye 007, like the N64 game, is being uh, not banned in Germany anymore. And actually, I don't even know why. Like, because apparently, so I don't know why I got banned. Sorry, I said it like three times, but uh, it was supposed to be delisted from the uh, from the ban list. Like, I think next year, but for some reason, someone rushed it to get it unbanned. Uh, is it the only one, or was there a few other things as well? I. Don't think that says that in this article, but that game got like rushed and unbanned a lot sooner than it should have, like a few months, maybe half a year or something like that. And people think that's probably because it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch Online, which would make sense. Uh, I'm probably missing something here. I quickly glanced through the through this. Uh, do you have Ooh. any idea? Yeah, uh, somewhat. Um, you know, this is not the first game that I've seen over the years, like that Germany has banned. Oh, I get uh, like I know Wolfenstein. Maybe up until recently, I know like the earlier Wolfenstein games. I, if I recall correctly, those got banned in Germany too. I don't think they're banned. They were edited. All swastikas and Nazi memorabilia and imagery was changed. If they weren't banned, that is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could be right, but I, as again, like I, I think, like my point still stands. Like there have been games in the past. I just can't think of anything aside mm-hmm. from most that like have been banned in Germany, um, or like have had separate German versions, like the as you said, where they edited stuff. 
um i i think if i recall like yeah like i used to play the n64 when this game came out goldeneye but like i you know you don't play it for like it, it's not like a one-to-one with the movie but i think in the movie if i recall correctly it takes place in the ussr and i think i could be wrong about this that there is a scene or like a, a handful of scenes that take place in germany so maybe that's why that's my, that's my best guess but um yeah i don't remember yeah, <laughs> i don't I, remember I don't, at all I, it, it's probably has something to do with that because like it, it you know it's the whole was it the cold war era like i know not not when the movie came out but like is the movie taking taking place in that era i don't remember it's been a while but yeah um that was my guess like if I ever see a game game band in Germany, like it doesn't surprise me anymore. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, another another one bites the dust, I guess. So yeah, it's good that they finally unbanned it because, like, I think, like, you know, it's bad what happened there, but it's it's not recent, I would say, right? Like, we're we're nearing or not nearing, like, well, I guess it's like twenty twenty five years since like the end of World War Two. So it's kind of like, sorry, I think I think it's. Oh, I mean, twenty five more years. Sorry, yeah, I said that. <laughs> I was gonna say you're. No, no, no. What I, meant, what I meant was like twenty five years from now will be like a century. Yes, well, roughly. That's, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that I kind of knew what I meant in my mind. I just didn't articulate it very well. But yeah, so basically, we're like seventy five years since the war happened, give or take. So I think it's been long enough. Like, you know. A lot of people alive during that time are had to have been children or very young at that point, right? At that mm-hmm. at this point, so yeah, I think I think we're ready to like move on and not have to worry about like you know people stuff offending people because like it's history, right? Yeah. Like you you can't you can't censor history, you know, like that cliche saying, you know, those who was it fail to was that not understand fail to Oh, those who like don't know the history are doomed to repeat it or something along those lines. So yeah, it's like, it, it's a movie. It's a game based on a movie. Who cares at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Like it says here, apparently it was banned and designated as media harmful to young persons. But that doesn't tell us what exactly, because it was an N64 shooter, maybe because it was a shooter, but there was other shooters out there at the time. So I don't know why specifically this one. Or how many other ones were banned because of this, but whatever. It was unbanned, a banned or unbanned, like sooner than it should have been. So someone like rushed it up and people are guessing maybe specifically because of that, that it's going to be coming to Switch Online soon. That's good. That's, uh, I don't see them putting out like a remake or a remaster separately. They're going to put it on their 64 uh, server since they have it up. And kind of working. <laughs> I know this is a bit of a tangent, Chris, but I'm very, I'm very surprised that it's coming to the N64 service because here's the thing: there, I'm sure you've seen the leaks in the last like half a year, but there was a confirmed Xbox 360 port of Goldeneye, like an like an HD remaster, but mm. they never got released because they couldn't get the rights because Rare made it, but it was on a Nintendo console, and then was it? MGM, the movie studio, had some rights too. I, I think so. I, there was issues. So how the hell is Nintendo able to just like snap their fingers and get it on their system? Like that's if, what I want to know. If it was if 
because they, I believe Nintendo owns it. They didn't just publish it, I think. Well, Rare made it though, and Xbox owns Rare now. Well, yes, but if Nintendo said to Rare, we'll give you money to make this, but we own it all, then Rare has nothing to say about it, right? Kind of like well, what would happen with Donkey Kong 64. They they can't they don't own it though they don't own like the character like the MGM owns it they just yeah like, not the characters that but I mean the rights to have to that game so that would take rare out of that now the MGM thing I don't or whoever owned the uh, rights to the movies I don't know and you know obviously actors look likenesses and such I don't know what the rules are when it comes to all of that or what what has been written down maybe Nintendo will just shill out the money to have it being re released right. It would be nice if it did, because a lot of companies will look at that and say no, and will say no. That's why you don't get stuff re-released anymore. Like, like um, was it Onimushua 3 is probably not going to get re-released because of uh, the French actor in there. I don't think they want to pay him money for his huh. voice and likeness. That's why you don't tie video games to real-life actors' looks, in, <laughs> because they, this, this stuff happens. Or, you know, mm -hmm. tying a video game to a soundtrack that is very iconic to the video game. I don't know what's going to happen with the GTA remasters. Because GTA Vice City is... The soundtrack is what I played the game for. The soundtrack was half of the game to me. It really set the mood and the era of the game. I don't know. I <laughs> Anyway, I had a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Yeah, as I said, we can drop that. That's fine. As I said, it was a tangent, so it's mm. not too terribly important. Just, I, just I find it kind of funny that like the game was good to go like ten years ago as a re-release, like an updated yeah, one, that one, enhanced <laughs> version, and now we're getting like the old one. Yeah, like best you can do is maybe you can find the ROM or whatever online and play it, or check out the YouTube videos of people who got a hold of it who are playing through. I think a uh, person I watched do a bit of it was. Uh, I think it was Vinny from Vine Sauce. I think he did a little video of it. Because he dives into that stuff here and there. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Maybe it's coming to Switch Online. Maybe. And then we could play online. On there. We could play an N64 game with the shitty uh, Nintendo service online in GoldenEye again. And relive those glory days of playing his odd job. <laughs> and having people not be able to shoot you. Fucking odd job. He was banned in every I made sure him and Jaws were banned because those those was like too short and too big. Why would you do that? I like playing lots of characters. Because <laughs> it was not fair. Like ever if you played odd job, you had the advantage. <laughs> because you were like just slightly shorter than everyone else. Yeah. And Jaws, <laughs> like he's he's easier to hit, but he's harder to get a headshot on. <laughs> yep. All right. You have to like aim, aim your character up, right? Like what you know. You just can't leave like... your crosshairs centered and go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that story. Uh, do you want to bring something up? Yeah. So it's related to what we talked about last week with the Avengers, or was it the week before? Anyways, uh, with Avengers. Oh yeah. So well, Marvel's Avengers, the video game, by the way. Is what we're talking about. Um, remember how I said to you that, like, on launch, they promised there wouldn't be any like pay to win things, and they kind of broke that. Yeah, they yeah. sure did. Yeah, yesterday, November 2nd, they 
there was like the backlash just got to the point where they're like, okay, fine. By the end of today, they'll be gone. So all the experience boosts and all that stuff is gone. And it was only like 25 days since they put it on. So like <laughs> less than a month. And yeah, like they were and then like obviously they don't really care about the IP. They're just trying to make money off of it. Um, like remember when, as I said, at the very start, they said they weren't never going to do this and they broke the promise. And then remember when they toned, made the XP per level more saying, we don't want to confuse new players by, mm-hmm. by giving them levels too quickly. And then, and then they put XP boosters, like fucking drive on one lane. Like you, you're either for it or you're against it. Oh yeah, you're for it. You just want to get paid a little extra off of it. Now that it's on Game Pass, you know they're gonna try and like milk it for as much as they can, right? Yeah, I mean, there's only so much blood you can squeeze from the pebbles that are still left in the game. Because I don't think a lot of people are playing the game anymore. <laughs> I could be wrong, but there's a reason why they're pushing harder on this to get as much money out of the IP before they shut down the servers, which. I won't be surprised if it happens next year. <laughs> Let me read the tweet that they put out. Yes, so we please. apologize for not responding sooner to your concerns about the addition of paid consumables in the marketplace. We introduced them as an option for an evolving player base and did not see them as pay to win since they don't offer power directly. After, consid- after considering your feedback, we have decided that by the end of today, we will remove hero catalysts and fragment extractors for purchase. They will continue to be earnable rewards and those already owned are still usable. We hope this can be the first step in rebuilding your confidence and us as a team. It continues to be our goal to make the very best game possible. Thank you for being a part of the Marvel's Avengers community. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit, Chris. Mm. Like, we hope this is the first step in rebuilding your confidence. Like, literally, you, you broke your word before the like when the game was announced about never having the shit, you broke your word, and then you fucking pulled it back twenty five days later. Like, was it really worth breaking a word and show that your word is shit going forward for the rest of time? Yeah, you know, I think that a better way to um, show that you're committed to what was it? What was the phrasing they they used for um, that they're trying to commit to better service? What was it? Um. What was the exact wording? Anyway, not... uh, the, the a better way to show that you are committed and wanting to do better with your community is how about release fucking Spider-Man right. <laughs> and the other characters that still haven't been released. You know, two, was it two years later? Like, you guys put out a, a ton of fucking skins for the game, very expensive skins, and just... And then started to lie to your, to your, uh, to your consumer base like pretty fast, I think. And then just sat around and like, even though it could be hard to do a lot of this stuff, a lot of that stuff still hasn't come out that you said we're, or some of the stuff that you said we're supposed to be out still isn't out yet. And I don't think it will get finished by the time the game shuts down. Like this. This is the same stuff that we've seen with fucking, uh, well, not as bad, but, you know, like Destiny. <laughs> was it Destiny? It came out, it was this big shit show. And then they had to spend, what, half a year or longer fixing the game because the game wasn't finished. I know it's a, 
a little different, but the same thing. Like them saying, don't worry, guys, we, we got it. We got this roadmap. And the roadmap's been thrown up the window, and we're just flying and hope that we can land on something soft. <laughs> anyway, they, it, I guess it's a first step to them trying to rebuild trust, but you lost a lot of trust already. And the especially with the people, the very few people who are still playing the game, a lot of them may not want to go back. Some of them may be in because of, uh, you know, some cost fallacy whatever right or they're actually enjoying playing with a small group of friends but still they didn't need to put the stuff in there you didn't need to make the game even grindier at the beginning of the year this year was it this year anyway whatever that they, they've lost a lot of faith and they'd have to they have a big hole to dig themselves out of for this game specifically <laughs> i plan um now that's on game pass i can play for free i plan on playing it at some point beating it and just never touching it again just because Despite it being not a great game, I still love the characters, and I always will. Mm. Right? Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Captain Hulk. America. Yes, Hulk for you. I know he's your favorite, Chris. I know. And Hulk. Don't, you know. don't Hulk out over it. <laughs> you mean like uh, He-Man does in the in the new trailer for season two? Holy I shit! Haven't seen it. Yet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's, I, I am. I think we were in the call together when I was watching it and got halfway yeah. through the trailer and just lost my mind going, holy, oh my god. <laughs> it begins. I, it's probably only going to be like one episode that appears in. And that'll be my favorite episode, I think. It's like, what what happens if first Adam tries to use the sword t- twice in a row? By the power, by the power, by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, quite that it's something they did touch on in the last season in a way with the power of Skull and who can wield it who can't or who can actually communicate with it yada yada and it was very interesting but a different a different look on what happened so we'll see when where that season takes well we're just i i derailed us a bit there Uh, it's all good i think we're done with the yeah i think we are since we started going off off topic but yeah, uh, ex- paid experience boosters and such are being removed or has been removed from the game. Hopefully it is, well, I'll say a better experience, but it's the same experience you had one month prior. <laughs> let, let me say, uh, who is it, Crystal Dynamics who makes it? I, I, believe, I so. believe so. The guys who did Tomb Raider, no? The new ones? I hope it was fucking worth it breaking a word for fucking two, what three and a half weeks of fucking monetization, because now everyone sees your true colors, and that's mm. on you. So I wonder how much of it was on their end, or I mean, it's more likely the publisher telling them to put stuff like that in. I'm guessing. I don't see a developer wanting to do. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's some shitty developers who want to do that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, well, yeah, everyone wants money, but it's like as Square gets bigger and bigger, it's like how much more slime could you put in into it, or how quickly are you can dive into the slime pit, Square? <laughs> right, the dip in the toes here and there. I mean, we know they have a big mobile market, and lo- they've dove headfirst into that mobile market with as much games and currency and confuse monopolies as they could so they're not above 
doing stuff like this eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, well, whatever. It's a good time to move on from. That yeah. One. Uh, this shouldn't surprise people, but I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Apparently, the production of the new of new switches will be. Sorry. The production of the new switches is going to be shortening, lowering, because they're running low on chips or because of the sh chips shortage. I guess whatever stockpile they had or connection they had, they're starting to run low. And that sucks. The Switch, all through pandemic, has been selling extremely well. It was the best-selling console for the last few years until, I think, this year when the PS5 finally beat it out this year or last year for sales i think if i read that correctly but yeah apparently production on the new consoles are going to slow down at least for switch because of chip shortages that i assume that ps5 and xbox are using different chips you know they're a lot more powerful for one but is i wonder if that's going to start affecting them in the next year or so uh, but I'm sure most people who have Switches already already have them. It doesn't mean that it sucks. Just a quick uh, a quick thing on that, because I, I assume that this is for both Switch variants as well, right? Because they use the same chip set? Yeah, I, I believe it's more or less the same. Like, the screen is different, obviously, but aside from that, it's just, like, very, like, yeah, like I, I think it's it's more or less the same thing. Yeah, Just so pretty minor variations. Like the the OLED has like a Ethernet port, and that's like that's it, right? It's like yeah, there's not much difference, which sucks. <laughs> I wanted a stronger switch. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 4K. It just had to be stronger. But I, yeah, I I like to point out for those who are listening, uh, you can't see it, but. Chris's switch is like right in the image on his webcam. Yeah, it's right next to me. It's <laughs> been sitting here charging. I've got a lot of Pokemon to sort in my games before the new Pokemon games come out. I've got my living deck, so I need to like port everything over from Sword and Shield and re, uh, what do you call it? Sort all of my Pokemon again, find out which ones have gone missing. Because I think some of my Pokemon have disappeared from the Pokebank. I'm not too sure. <laughs> That's a lot of Pokemon to sort from uh, genders and variants and shinies. And I gotta make space for all of them. And then when Arceus comes out, I'm gonna have to make more, gonna have to do it all again because of all the region variants from that game. They've already shown shown one having it. Another one was it Arcanine. Or his pre-evolution, whatever it's called. Uh, Growlithe, I believe. Yeah, is it, I think it was that one. He's got like, it looks, I didn't look at what it actually is, but it almost looks like it's, it's an ice variant. Oh, so. okay. Well, the whole, I only know the first 151. Beyond that, I don't know. Because <laughs> that's, that's like, I played the originals on, on the Game Boy, and then I didn't really play them after that. But yeah, I, I know the 151 very well. Beyond that, I don't really know. But yeah, you said Arcanine. I'm like, oh, he's part of the 151. I know. I know. I, know I, I recognize that name. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. 
But uh, yeah, I, I want to get a switch soon. I might get a switch soon. Like it's over here. It's not hard to find an OLED switch, but yeah, I don't know how hard it is to find them yet, but it might start getting tougher because of this, because of the chip shortage. That means I might have to just buy one and just bite the bullet. Yeah, if you can afford it. I mean, I know there's a lot of games on there you already know you want to get, so. I I have to switch games already. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Don't you have uh, the Mario collection? And I was going to say Breath of the Wild, but I don't know if that's the one. Oh, you did pick up. Okay. So you've got the collector's dread version. Does that one have like an art book in it? I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, that's probably good. We could go on to another uh, Nintendo kind of ish, uh, storyline. This has been going on. I think this has started maybe a year or so ago uh, about... So there's a group of people, or a group that was run by, or hackers, I guess, technically. That was run by a guy named Gary Bowser. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bowser, or I believe Doug Bowser, who's can, the head of Nintendo America. <laughs> can, can I just kind of for just a second and say, how fucking weird is the story about what when the current Nintendo of America president is Doug Bowser, that this guy who's getting sued is also named Bowser. That's like super fucking bizarre. Anyways, go ahead. It is bizarre. So a while ago, there was a hacking group uh, led by a guy named Gary Bowser. Uh, they went by a few other, a few names, or they had a few different websites. Like um, AXIO Axial Games and MaxConsole.com. Uh, there might have been a few others. But they were basically creating and selling hacks for Switch. I think, were, were they software mods or... I don't know exactly how it was done. But uh, it seems that Nintendo finally caught up to them. And they are going to be... This is There's probably going to be more uh, charges. Maybe not on Gary Bowser, but on the other members of his team. But Gary Bowser specifically agreed that agrees to pay Nintendo $4.5 million for this. Now, if he's, I don't know, I assume this is not going to come with jail time. Maybe it does. I don't know the, I don't know. I don't think this is the final saying in all of this, but this may not have um, jail time. And if he's paying $4.5 million, I wonder how much he actually made off of this over all the years. He's been doing this just just in general. You don't agree to something just to say, "Well, now I'm broke," right? But I mean, if it's if it's Nintendo coming after you, and if Sony and Microsoft wanted to as well, because I believe he was selling and making hacks for that for their consoles as well. I think this is the that, this might just be the quicker option is to say, "Here, leave me alone. I won't do this again." The other thing is that, that he's going to have to destroy the prototypes and equipment, or not equipment, but the stuff he's already made for this. So, and obviously some kind of caveat that he won't do this for probably ever or X amount of years. I assume forever, but I don't know. 
also that he has to agree to um, something called an abandonment of contraband. So that means that even though his property was in the Dominican Republic, uh, as you said, as you mentioned, you know, all his hard drives, phones, prototypes, they all did have to be destroyed. Even the stuff that has nothing to do with that. So his, his personal Switch, his personal SNES Mini, they oh. also have to be destroyed. That's oh, I fucking... missed those. Oh, he's in the Dominican. I didn't. I somehow missed that in the story. <laughs> so, and he has to destroy his personal switch and the SNES minis and stuff like that. Jeez. Like, okay. Anything, anything that they think is theirs, they it has to be destroyed. Even well, if like he bought it legally, it still has to be destroyed. I mean, I guess there's nothing stopping him from probably buying another one, unless that's in the legal thing as well, but. I guess it's them saying, well, we're going to destroy this so you can't just immediately go back and start to start to work. We're going to make it so you have to pay to start up, like you have to start from, from scratch all over again, if he was to do this again. But he probably should be smart and not <laughs> with being slapped uh, around with what with this fine that he's paying. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And... Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's I think that's a good way to end it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like it's a lot of money. I didn't know that there were like I, I don't pay attention to the you know, again, like going back to the even the uh what do you call it scene with dread, uh emulation scene. I didn't know there were emulators. I didn't know that how far along the software mods or hardware mods were for the switch as well, so I guess far enough along that this guy made a lot of money and was jumping websites as we've seen from his cup from his little from the couple that were listed there like him trying to dodge all these guys for so long and nintendo finally got them well they're done uh good i guess you know it, it's you know, it's hard to say, you know, good Nintendo, you you stopped someone from doing this. You're a big mega multi-million dollar or billion dollar corporation. Way to go, Nintendo. But still, he's providing service to basically steal games from, from devs. Ones that have nothing to do with business practices of big major corporations, yada yada, right? Whatever. It's, I'm not going to take either side on it. If I'm going to take a side, it would be on Nintendo for stopping this guy from doing this anymore. I don't know. Just thought that was something to bring up. So, yeah, I guess we'll stick on the uh, Nintendo train of thought. Yeah, Chris. there was a lot of Nintendo yeah, stuff that kind of slipped up or came up today or this so week. This isn't really news too much. Like it's news of a sort, but so basically, Nintendo's closing two offices in North America: one in the states in California, which I'm actually really surprised about, and then one in Canada near where I am, near Toronto, which again I'm actually really surprised about. But I guess trying to consolidate consolidate their offices in Nintendo of America for some reason, like. They're basically losing their presence on the coast, I believe. I could be wrong about that. But I think, like, you know, they're closing shop in Canada East Coast, but they have a West Coast division. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're closing in California. 
which is on the West Coast, and I think they have an East Coast division in the States. I could be wrong. I'd have to actually look. Yeah, Nintendo of America headquarters are in Redmond, Washington. Okay, so is it Washington? Yeah, I think it's Washington. So yeah. no, it's still, still on the West Coast. And Vancouver, which is also on the West Coast. So I guess they're moving everything. That, I don't know. It's just they're consolidating everything. Like It kind of sucks, but it's not really not that big of a deal to the average person. So that's really all that there is to this news. Yeah, not much. Just a bunch of, I assume a few people are going to be shifting over to those other offices, but that is a big move. So more than likely, a lot of people are going to end up losing their jobs and be out in the open there. I wasn't sure if you knew of anything since you're out there, if you knew of anything like what the Toronto branch was even up to, like, so I know you've been in the industry here and there, tiny bits. So you might have heard some things. I know not too much, but uh, I was wondering if you had even known what the uh, Toronto branch, what they did. Like, I don't think they were a developer uh, studio, were they? Were I, they just marketing? I don't know, to be honest. Um, hmm. I know I've seen some jobs pop up around here. For Nintendo, you have to basically talk to an audience. Like it's like, like oh, here's our here's our game. You know, da, 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 da. you oh, have to so be like super knowledgeable. Sales rep. I think it's sales rep mostly. Like that's I don't know. Like that's just my guess. I could mm. be wrong. I know the one. I think, right, oh, sorry, go on. that, I think you're right in that they weren't a really developer. Mm, yeah, it says at least for the U.S. one that they were either the one they're shutting down or the one they're moving. Maybe it was both that they are more for the sales and uh what do you call it sales and marketing uh side of things so seems if they have any other branches for uh actual development those will be probably underneath those development houses nintendo doesn't really develop too much outside of japan though they do have some companies but stuff done by nintendo themselves is usually done over in japan right could be wrong about that but i don't think i am but yeah uh it sucks for the people who lost jobs i hope they land on their feet in uh, places they like i know nintendo's not usually a company that restructures or shuts down studios and companies and locations and that like uh, iwata i think it was he was really against doing anything like that because it's it weakens the morale of all the people working for you. And he would tell that to shareholders, like we shouldn't shut down any places because it makes people fear for their jobs. And that's not what Nintendo, that's not the image Nintendo wants. We want people to feel safe and happy when they're working here. And like Iwata was also, you know, the gentleman who took like a big pay cut to basically say sorry for the Wii U because of the failure of it. Cause he was really strong on wanting to push the Wii U and other things like that so yeah it's not much of a big news story but a bit newsworthy in a short little story there and to answer your question really quick yeah there's like 300 layoffs apparently from like all around ouch it's a, yeah. quite a few people i know i think in the article i seen it said roughly 100 but i think that was only california office and that doesn't, you know, obviously say the Toronto or what the total is more likely around. But I guess if it's 100, you can estimate about the same probably in Toronto. 
So that's that's a lot of people. I hope mm -hmm. they uh, find good good work somewhere else in a company they like. <laughs> but uh, one more piece of Nintendo news. Well, Nintendo-ish news. Uh, this is more uh, on Niantic, but since they are associated with Nintendo through Pokemon Go, it seems Niantic is had created a Harry Potter game similar to Pokemon Go. You like Harry Potter, right, Sean? Yeah, uh, I remember you told me you were a huge fan of uh, of of Harry Potter. I know you're being sarcastic. Yeah, I am. But 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 like. I've seen the movies and I've read the books. Like, you could call me a fan, but I'm not like a super fan. Like, I'm not super knowledgeable about anything. I'm just, I like it. That's, I guess I'm a fan, but I'm not necessarily like knowledgeable. But, yeah. Okay. I was trying to, I was gonna continue on with my, uh, with my lambasting of you, <laughs> like trying to s s hype you up as a super fan, but you no, kind of cut me don't. off in the pass. Please but, don't. Um, apparently there was like a Pokemon, I don't know exactly how close to it, but I'm sure it's similar in style to Pokemon Go-ish, um, for a Harry Potter game. They're already shutting it down. It was yeah. called Harry Potter Wizards Unite. I swear I've heard this name before, but I don't do too much for mobile games. And especially, you know, Harry Potter, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'll watch the movies, but that's about it. <laughs> Uh, how long was this game up for? Because if it for it to be new, really newsworthy, I would think it would have been you know, maybe this game has been around forever, or quite the opposite. I think it was like a couple years max. Oh, okay, yeah, it was June June two thousand nineteen. Oh, so only for a couple. I hmm. Yeah, a couple years about. Wow, only like so two years because it, it's apparently going offline on January 31st. Yes, January 31st, 2022. They're apparently going to be shutting down the um, payment options in the game. If it hasn't already been done, it's going to be done by the end of this month, I believe. They're going to keep up the events that are going on until the closure of the game. Uh, any rewards you have or what you have, I believe whatever money that is on that's tied to your account, like that's in the Harry Potter game, is going to be locked to that. So spend it while you have it, I guess. And uh, you're not getting refunds unless specifically des uh, designated by the places you live. Because some places have rules against that. Whereas if a game shuts down after so much time, whatever, you get like a refund or if you've paid into it. Within a certain time before it shuts down, you get refunds. I don't know. It varies country to country, those rules. I know yeah. this happened with another game before, so I have heard about those kind of rules before. Sorry. It's <laughs> just never made sense to me why they made a Harry Potter version of Pokemon Go. Because basically, I think I said this last week, like, you're going to cannibalize your own fans. That or they're not going to play both, right? It's like you can't like, oh, hey, there's there's a Pokemon five minutes from here and open up the other app. Oh, damn, there's a whatever in Harry Potter. There was something in Harry Potter back where I was five minutes ago. You know, it's like you can't really do both at the same time. So it's kind of like, 
you have to pick and choose. Obviously, you're going to pick the one that is the most popular and also it's been around the longest and has the most you know established fans yeah of it. i i don't know about it cannibalizing your fans because there's obviously a lot of people who don't play pokemon but when you compare harry potter to pokemon the biggest franchise to ever live <laughs> um i think it's i think you will be doing a lot of cannibalizing but you know there's obviously a lot of casual people who will you know pick up their phone, open up whatever game is on there, and then play. Like, a Harry Potter fan may try out that Harry Potter game, but not want to play the Pokemon game, right? Whatever. Yeah, It's just, the game's shutting down, like, so fast. I wonder, it must be because no one was playing it? Or is it because a lot of people, the backlash against the uh, company that owns the rights in the movies, or maybe, uh, J is it J.K. Rowling? Yeah. Uh, maybe backlash against her over the years uh, because of things she said. Uh, maybe it's just that the Harry Potter franchise doesn't have as much uh, love as they thought. Or maybe it's just the Pokemon Go style-ish style -ish way of doing this game just didn't work out. I don't know. I've never actually played it, so I've never seen gameplay of it. <laughs> but yeah, not much... Not much to say, just shutting down after, what, two years. It lasts longer than other mobile games I've tried, like the Castlevania mobile game. That huh. didn't even make it out of beta, unless it got released again, but I tried, like, the beta or whatever, their test that they did in Canada. I was like, yeah, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> you ever play a game like that? You're like, yeah, it's a mobile Castlevania or mobile whatever is fine and then you close it and never open it again <laughs> it was one of those for me yeah I, I i don't play very many cell phone games so well it the castlevania one specifically actually had you going through like many little castlevania levels so like oh you're actually doing something it still had all the gross microtransactions you'd expect but on the merit of its being little castlevania level bite-sized castlevania levels it was neat Eh, whatever. Whatevs. It's done. Game shutting down. Don't give them any more money. Demand your money back. Burn down the house. <laughs> anyway. Burn, burn down the house, you say? Yes. Burn down the house. Which house Wouldn't should we burn down? <laughs> Wouldn't you magic? down the house instead instead of burning with fire you just magic down the house you know i guess you could but eventually someone could find it with magic magic's mysterious that way <laughs> and things can exist in multiple places at the same time probably i don't know the harry potter series <laughs> anyway uh you want to talk about blizzard activision Blizz. So, you know, we've been talking about this seems like every other week. So, so okay, remember, I think Mike Morheim was the CEO. He stepped down. Then instead of Blizzard having a CEO, now they have a president. Jay, uh, what's his name? Jay Brack. Allen Brack or something Jay like that? Yeah, you're correct. And then he stepped down. <laughs> and then he and fucking fled. He ran as soon as shit hit the fan. Oh, he didn't run. He got fired. Either way. <laughs> you know, 
then instead of <laughs> and, and you notice how the the titles are, are are growing down the ladder like ceo president then they had something called co-leaders they had a male and a female and yeah okay. the female, her name was jen o'neill and she was the first woman of color and she's already stepping down and now mike yabara is was her co-partner or co-lead i i guess they should i should say mm. and now he's taking her her responsibilities effective immediately it's just like these people are just not like able to do what they want to do like it's i mean mike moheim kind of said it without saying it directly that he stepped down because of activision right like not letting blizzard do what they wanted to do mm. uh jaylon brack was the fall guy for the, all these charges and now i'm not really sure why she decided to step down like yeah it's I guess, oh god i guess she didn't really want any of this bullshit going on with the company right now like that's my best guess yeah i don't know she i i read through this one this one's one of the ones i knew the least amount of or the one that i uh seen listed on a couple sites was like i don't want to talk about activision blizzard well like well i guess we should so that you ended up posting this one because i didn't know if, if we should talk about it but it was a slow news week anyway um she it sounds like in her in the statement she made that this isn't because of that stuff or it isn't because she's you know being harassed or anything like that she just decided to step down and move away sure her expertise we use elsewhere, yada yada, the same kind of BS you see, corporate speak you see when someone steps down, that in my kind of view or opinion is shit was still bad and she didn't want a part of it. At least that's what that says to me. The, the, the wording she used was very clean and um, I, I feel my my needs are could be used elsewhere better, you know? Even though what's going on in Activision could use someone who who could help clean up that place, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, your thoughts on that? I like I, I kind of said what uh, like I already. No, like I mean specifically like what she said. Do you agree with with that? That it oh. seems suspicious that she's like, no, I I'm leaving, and it's not because of Activision Blizzard. I mean, that's kind of what I was trying to hint at before, like Mike. Mike, um, show it's well, yeah, Mike stepped down even, and even though he said one thing, he meant another. Jane Allen Brack, same thing, except he was more like forced out, but yeah, and now she's saying all this, but yeah, like it's 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 obviously not true, like there, or at least she's not like she's lying by omission, you know what I mean? Yes. She's like <laughs> not saying something which doesn't make her a liar, but she's not really telling the truth, yeah, it's it seems it's very suspicious. And with everything going on with Active Bliss, she's it's, getting out while she still can, while her feet are still dry. I think she 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 got up, did what she could in the time she she was there. Now she could put that on her resume and leave before any any garbage floats to the top of that cesspool, mm-hmm. or floats to the to the surface around her, because <laughs> that'll look bad on her. So if she could then leave, that would be good. And this other guy, they're not going to be hiring, at least as of right now, they didn't say they won't be hiring another co-lead. It's just him taking over at the moment for both sides or as both co-leads. 
it seems is uh Micah Yabara. Yeah, Yabara. So we'll see where that that goes, but you know, the first woman, I believe first woman of color in Activision Blizzard, and she's already stepping down like so quickly after taking over position. Yep. That's that tells you something. It does. It tells you a lot. Fuck Activ- Activision Blizzard. <laughs> In general, just <laughs> I think I think we kind of said all that needs to be said for that one. Yeah. It's uh So these last three well, what you bring Chris. Well the one I don't know if we want to I guess we'll talk about quickly. I'm not gonna go into what an NFT is. You guys could look that up because my knowledge on it is very sparse. But as soon as these this loads, it's not loading. Oh, I wasn't actually counting that story. Oh, yeah, we'll bring it up quickly. So I'm not gonna go into what an NFT is. Okay. But effective pretty much um there was a group of I guess game devs that were making a an action battle royale pixel based kind of game that was stealing sprites i think they said that they redrew a lot of them but still the sprites were clearly supposed to be like nintendo characters nintendo sound effects nintendo music maybe stuff from other franchises i thought i seen a mega man in there i'm sure i heard mega man sound effects in the little video that was posted but they posted this thing it's like an alpha or beta kind of quick look to get people interested in their game and it's also going to have nft gambling in the game as well so effectively you'll be able to or should be able to put up nfts as collateral not collateral, but as your what you're gambling away and you will get nfts for winning or i don't understand how that will work Unless if they have set values on NFTs uh, for the gambling, because it has to have a price, right? You can't just put up a $1 NFT versus a $150 NFT and think that that's an equal trade. <laughs> anyway, it's, I don't know how they expected that to work, but they were trying to figure out this game as well. Nintendo uh, found out about it and is shutting them down or has shut them down. Um, you don't, you didn't even hear about this or even know what really NFT or even what stood for when I brought this up. Correct. And I'm still a little confused to be honest. So yeah. I, I, I won't ask for an explanation because you said you weren't going to. Yeah. So. But, uh, these guys had apparently, you know, released this out saying, Hey, you know, oh, well, oh, sorry. They released their little video. Lots of people found out about it. Nintendo found out about it. And these guys went on social media and on their website saying, oh, these Nintendo simps, these fanboys, they're complaining about our game. They don't even know what it's about. When this game was going to be released, you know, we're going to have like all new assets and they'll all be ours and things like that. And it won't have anything to do with Nintendo. But two months ago in September on their website, they had said uh, something. The the platform, or on the platform, they described a pitch in September, uh, saying something like uh, that they're going to bring Nintendo and his friends to the blockchain with a two D battle royale concept. 
like so you are explicitly on your website are saying you're going to bring Mario and his friends over to blockchain gaming and specifically blockchain gambling <laughs> which is something that Nintendo is not okay with <laughs> gambling in general uh yeah so these guys said that then fucking lied to people and are now upset and complaining on social media and other websites that Nintendo simps, as they said, are trying to ruin their game and calling out being watchdogs for Nintendo. You guys are stealing their fucking assets and using Mario's name as part of a gambling ring. That's the way I see it. The game in general that I've seen in the video was very quick. Looked like it could be okay, but it looked similar to a game I already have seen before. Not that they can't use it anymore, but definitely stolen assets or very close to stolen assets, even if they uh, read through the sprites. I don't know. Uh, these guys should, if they're going to do this, go back to the drawing bar board and just start off with all new assets on your own before you even show any sign of this, because starting off as what looks to be a fan game but you're trying to get investors and people interested in your game doesn't look good to the people who own those ips <laughs> did you take a look at the video itself i did not it's like eight seconds long it's very short if you take a look even at the screenshot you look at that and go that's a mario <laughs> at the uh, little splash screen of the video in that in that post there I completely missed the video, I'll be honest. Hmm. Uh, okay, I see it. Oh, let's see. But yeah, it's... Uh... Is it a 14-second video? It might be. It's, like, very quick. You turn it off for, like, a few seconds, you'll kind of see, like... Yeah, I see... I, I recognize a bunch of Zelda... Oh, yeah, that's it. Zelda sound effects. It almost looks like there's a blue Mega Man chasing someone. I mean, the footage is very blurry, but clearly Mario uh, coin blocks everywhere. Mario stone blocks. It's they were clearly trying to go for Mario theme, and I don't know why they thought it was okay. I mean, I guess it's different that to use them as placeholder sprites. But when you clearly say in your post that you're going to bring Mario into these games as your, as a big selling point. Like some of the other things they were saying apparently was like that they wanted like people to, you know, see the characters and recognize them. So they could, you know, have fun with ca the, ca the characters. Like, so you're specifically talking about recognizable characters, i.e. Mario. Yeah. It, this guy's kind of uh, full of shit when he was saying that they're going to make their own sprites because if you were yeah. you would have done so already if if they claim that they had redrawn these sprites themselves you could have made the sprites look like whatever you want then even if you use the others as a base and say you're going to change them you still clearly use nintendo sound effects and it looks like nintendo <laughs> yep so yeah no shit no nintendo's gonna come after you if i don't you... think they have uh, like the stand on I don't think so. I mean, most the worst that's probably going to happen to them is they'll get a slap on the wrist and say, shut this down. And they should not show any, really, they shouldn't show much of this game 
until they're actually ready to show stuff that isn't linked to another game <laughs> or another IP that is owned by someone. They didn't need to redo it all for them themselves. Now, there have been games that come out, obviously, that have been fan-inspired or IP-inspired games like Freedom Planet used to be a Sonic the Hedgehog game. And then they wanted to actually sell it, so they, like, or whatever happened, and they went back and redid all the sprites, but kept the gameplay, and now it's Freedom Planet, something they could actually sell. Your fan game, or using sprites from something, is just going to get you shut down and no one will be able to play it. <laughs> so, you know, if you actually go back and make it your own, then you can sell it as your own. Do that, then show it off to people. Yeah, well. I, I want to kind of bring that up as like, you know, the absurdity of this guy just lying. To me, lying to people about what it was. And NFT gambling? The fuck? <laughs> so. I, I like how you said you're going to pick up really quickly and then <laughs> we talked about it for like. Yeah, but the, there's a few <laughs> things to go over. Yada, yada. Well, I'm done. I know you didn't have much to say to say on no. that. So. No. I, I, that's not really a topic that I am really familiar with. Like generally I am for game news, but this is like one of the more exceptions I would say for myself. Yeah. I not. think uh, kind of like with the uh, slabbing of games, I think uh, the NFT thing, you should at least look into what it's about because it's getting bigger and bigger. I don't know if it's going to crash, but you know, it is becoming a thing of like, Digital rights ownership is basically what this what it uh, entails. So it's definitely worth looking into at least the basics of what of what an NFT is. So, uh, but I, that's it for yeah, me I think on that. For this one. Um. So the next news I was going to bring up was uh, Tencent is buying up, not buying up, but. Oh, I guess technically, buying up a bunch of shares in Kadokawa, a manga company. I believe they release a lot of mangas here, but they've bought about, where does it say? 6.86% stake in Kadokawa and make them the third biggest stakes holder in the company. That's very interesting. It's not unusual for... Tencent, I'm sure we've heard of them, to be going around buying up a lot of stakes in a lot of different companies. They're, I believe, a Hong Kong-based company, but they're getting huge and putting their their paws into a lot of stuff. Like they own or have partial ownership in who was it now? I know there was a game company. Uh crap. Platinum Games. Blizzard, I think, even. Possibly Blizzard, yes, as well. Uh, they have a, you know, partnerships with Square Enix. And, yeah, they've just trying to get into the AAA space. And now, you know, I guess Manga as well. And just anything they can so that they could either, I guess, maybe help bring the stuff to China or bring their stuff out of China or just get that passive income from being stocks holder stakeholders i don't know but they're they're putting their paws into a lot of stuff and i thought this was notable because of like almost seven percent stake that they will that they are 
buying up. It will take place in between like the 15th and 26th of this month. So they're, they've already made the deals. It just has to go through. Like the, the guy, I think the guy who, who started Karakawa doesn't even have that much stake in the company anymore. He's the fourth wow. biggest, I believe I read. <laughs> so they, they, they've gotten over him as well. But yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Like, I wonder, like, with all this stuff, like, I've heard of them, but, you know, buying up st stakes and stuff like that and other stuff. And people are like, oh, no, China's, one of China's biggest companies are taking over. That that means there won't be, you know, paranoia, right? So far, at least the stuff that they've touched on, I don't think I've seen them manhandle their way into anything. If you know what I mean, like, you know, trying to force rules or something like that in the companies they've uh, partnered with. They've just been acting as any big company in general. If you understand what I'm trying to say, like they haven't I, come I, in and said, hey, Square, take those skeletons out of that game. It's got to be sold in China. You know, stuff like that, right? <laughs> like they haven't done anything like stupid like that. They haven't, as far as I know, told told like Platinum Games, you know, you, you only have three more months to work on that game. Hurry up. Come on. Right? <laughs> Things like that. I don't know. They... <laughs> Just something quick to bring up. They're buying up a lot more, a lot more stuff. Yeah, I've I've never been a fan of Tencent because they like to dip their hands in everything nowadays. It mm -hmm. seems like like they own ten percent in a lot of fucking companies, which is crazy. Like, and it's such yeah. a small amount. It's like you don't see them as a threat, but their influence is there, obviously, right? So yeah. it's kind of like. <laughs> Obviously, they don't have infinite money. They're gonna only be able to do it to so many companies. But it kind of makes you think what the what their end game is with all this. Like, like it just it just seems kind of weird that that's their strategy. Yeah, like it, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, Kalikawa seems like a weird one. So, like, to me, I don't know. At least I believe Kalikawa was the manga company. God, I hope I'm not confusing them with something else. I guess that would be really weird. Anyway, uh, yeah, they've been buying up stakes in lots of different companies. So they're just expanding. And I wonder what will come of all this. If we'll just see them just be a passive, quote, big, big quotes, you know, passive company that's just buying up stocks and just staying in the ether, right? Maybe that's just what it will be. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I think we have, what, two more, two more things here. Um, you ever watch Gundam? Uh, very little of it, yes. Very little. So, like, Gundam Wing, maybe? I think it was Gundam Wing, the, the one with Hiro Yui, and, uh, or what's his that sad name? Something yeah, Yui? Yeah, Hiro Yui. That would be okay, Gundam Wing. Hiro and uh zex marquis yeah that would be gundam wing so yeah i assume wing because a lot of people in north america start with or at least around our age who was what we're watching anime back like 2000 started with wing so it was the one that came on tv and had it translations so did you know that there's i mean i knew because it was one of the things i was going to go to japan for and it looks like i won't be able to do it but um, they had Gundam cafes set up in Japan, like I, four or five of them. 
did not. But I all I know is that there's a giant Gundam or two. There That's are it. lots of giant Gundams. Uh, they had a movie. They got a, outside of one of the cafe or near one of the cafes. I think they had one, a moving one. Uh, is it the Yokohama? No, it wouldn't be the Yokohama one, would it? They have a moving. I know they have a moving Gundam. Of one, and then they've got. I think it was the RX. RX seventy eight dash two, which yeah, it's uh the Gundam factory at Yokohama. So yeah, it would be that one. But each each cafe is like inspired by Gundam. They look like different Gundam. Uh, I assume like the uh, bases or the uh, starships that are in Gundam. I found out. I saw a picture of one. Like they had just expanded the the Akihabara. Gundam Cafe to almost like four times the size last year. And they put in a big size restaurant that is uh which who is it? Xeon inspired. So it's all like black, gold, and red. I'm like, oh, that looks so good. I want to go there. And <laughs> just to sit in the Xeon section. Because I I mean I don't uh, agree with all of Xeon's ideals, <laughs> but their base ideas is what I agree with, which was like freedom. For space, space freedom. If you don't know, Xeon are basically space Nazis. Okay. <laughs> the Xeon uh, first started off as like, basically what happened with the US and uh, Europe, you know, we want freedom from you. So they started, a, you know, the war, like the, their war of independence. Same thing happened with Xeon where they want independence from Earth because of their bullshit fucking uh, demands from the colonies and then that turned into uh, space Nazism somehow <laughs> anyway they're um, shutting down this year early next year like four of the cafes including I believe the Akihabara one did they say like why I did not see listed here as to why I'm not sure why they don't say that they're opening up any. There's one that's going to stay open. I want to say it's the Yokohama one. That's going to stay open for a little bit longer, but that's probably going to shut down too right away. Like, I don't see them lasting any longer. Maybe they shut down because of COVID and maybe we'll see them open up again, but it's weird. Like, they just expanded one and they're shutting it down like a year later. Yeah. A year, year and a half later. Something happened, obviously. Yes, that sucks. I want to go. Gundam is cool. I want to huh. see the the pictures I've seen looks looks cool, and I want to see what kind of stuff is on sale there because they have like obviously a little shop where you can buy the Gundam model kits and stuff like that there too. So, of course, but they had a cool themed cafe that I will not be able to see because I won't be going to Japan in the next probably well, year. They still have one, you said, right? I don't know how long it'll be open for. <laughs> it's going to be open for a while, but they don't say when it's going to shut down. Mm. But it probably will. I heard about these, like, when they opened, I was like, oh, oh my god, that's so cool, I want to go. <laughs> like, I think it was like 10 or so years ago. Save that money. You gotta go soon, then. Yeah, I'm not going anytime soon because of what's going on in the world. 
<laughs> Not until you... it's safer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just kidding with you. But yeah, it sucks. One more thing that's going to be gone from Japan when I go there. <laughs> and uh, quickly here to kind of round up uh, the uh, the night or the podcast here. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 uh, showed off their last uh, DLC character for the Legendary Pack 2. And it's Super Saiyan 2 Kale. I'm disappointed. I mean, I think I said before, if Bardock's not in the game, I thought it was going to be him or the Masked Saiyan, which is him. But um, I'm disappointed that... I'm not disappointed that it's Kale. I'm disappointed it's not full power Kale. <laughs> I want the big buff, like, rage. You know, I want female Broly. I want female Broly. And I don't like go. the Super Saiyan 2 version of her. I want the big, huge buff version of her. <laughs> and, I mean, they could maybe do it as a transformation, but they didn't show it in the trailer. And they specifically call it Super Saiyan 2, so... Yeah. I mean, it's still cool they're putting her in. The other thing that they also showed off in the trailer was, which I missed the first time I watched, was that there's going to be more DLC next year. Yeah, they actually had uh, said that there's going to be uh, actually today, well, soon to be today, on November 4th, was I guess tomorrow, there's going to be a free update to all players and then the DLC that you're talking about is going to launch the day after tomorrow and then there's also going to be more dlc in 2022 apparently free update eh? yeah so pretty interesting that they're supporting this game for so long yeah i am very surprised it's still going on and there's still going to be more i thought this was going to be the final Xenoverse character. Is this going to be the Smash Bros of Dragon Ball? No. <laughs> or it just keeps going on and on with the characters? That'd be pretty awesome, honestly. But like, how would they make money off of that at, at a certain point? They just keep selling the, the packs. <laughs> well, they're all free, right? Like, after after this one that come out, they're all free updates in 2022. I think they're putting out free updates, but the, the DLC packs won't be free. Bamco will not allow that. Bamco will want their money. <laughs> Regular Bam, De- Namco Bandai. Yeah, Bamco. Oh, I don't know why I said Banco. <laughs> trying to I'm name. just trying to merge all the words yeah. together into one entity. Oh, is that what you said? I thought yeah. that's what I said. I said Bamco, okay. and then I think you repeated me and got confused. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. What I'm like Banco. The hell is Banco? I know Namco Bandai, not <laughs> Banco, like Banjo Kazooie. What the heck? <laughs> I think there's another fusion name of theirs. I just can't remember what it was, what it is at the moment. But yeah, just uh, more more DLC to come for a game that should have died like two years ago in terms of like DLC. <laughs> well, would you say, Chris, this is DLC done right? It's probably yes. I don't know about price point. Price point's not too bad. Like you're getting. A bunch of characters, you get all their moves to use in your in your credit character stuff. You get new quests, like new parallel quests, stuff like that, right? Uh, new music, new stages, right? You're getting a lot of stuff in them. And 
for the price point. And it, it just sucks that they took like that long of a break. So people thought the game was dead. But if they had kept it up like with one or two like of these packs every year, yeah, it would have been. It would have been enough to keep people keep coming back to the game. That's this is what a lot of companies wish that they could do, but keep failing at is keeping people engaged slowly throughout the year, right? And I think that that this game didn't have that big drop. I mean, it probably would have. There probably wouldn't be any DLC coming out this year. They might have finally run out, but there would have been DLC in nineteen, twenty, maybe in twenty twenty one, right? I'm. It, it, I do think it's uh, DLC done better than some of the others the price isn't egregious even if i don't want to spend that kind of money on it i still don't think it's that bad for what you're getting and oh just keeping people coming back to your game is what devs want yeah and, uh, they did keep people coming back to the game i believe like i don't think that this dlc is selling bad otherwise they wouldn't be making the next DLC pack, right? They would have just cancelled it. But so, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, well, excuse me. I think we're good this week, Chris. Not, again, I think this is like our slowest week ever, maybe. It, but... it is. We talked about some news we didn't think we would again, but we'll get to the news we can and the news we can't. Um, check out the uh, before I go, you should check out the uh, what do you call it? Uh, trailer, He Man trailer. Oh, yes, I halfway will... through is when is when my favorite part happens, of course. You memorize and that. I can't. Oh, because I stopped the trailer there, I haven't finished it. I saw after I was seeing that part, I stopped the trailer and said, Oh, I've seen what I need to see, and that was it. And so but yeah, I think we're all done here. Um, I guess I'm going back to work, so I'll be back in my haphazard kind of schedule for streaming. But you can find me there at like very early mornings, like on the days I can at Prince uh, Prince underscore Kaboom on Twitch. Is it, or is it just Prince Kaboom? I think there's an underscore in there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm putting some stuff up on my YouTube channel at Mr. Prince Kaboom. And you can find me on Twitter at, at CS Shebang. Or, sorry, C Shebang. That's C S C H A B A N G. I actually think I had. I think I had misspelled on here before on the, on the overlay. <laughs> I think I missed an A for some reason. That's bad. Well, that's weird. And uh, where can they find you and the things you do? Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all all the same. Zorb underscore Zex. That's it. I uh, I'll have a consistent stream schedule starting next week. Now that I have the car, I need to kind of consider when I want to start. So I do post my weekly schedule on my Discord, but aside from that, I haven't really update my Twitch page yet. I'm waiting to see what I feel like for next week in terms of a consistent schedule. So, yep. yep, that's it for me. And if you guys want to, it's not much 
right now i think as uh, uh sean there uh takes care of the discord but we do have discord for the podcast if you want to jump in we talk drop some news things to us that we might have missed or discuss things we've talked about yada yada you can go check that out we got the link it should be in the show notes for this on the video podcast on the actual podcast and it's up on our overlay here on twitch but uh yeah thanks a lot guys for checking us out until next week goodbye have a good week <laughs>